Welcome back to Goodness and Gracious. I'm Renee. I'm Christy. Well, we haven't, well, we haven't actually ever seen them, but um, <laughs> true. Um, they haven't seen us in a, since last, last year. year. I know. It's, it's, such a, it's such a lame joke, isn't it? <laughs> I hate it, but I have to do it. We are so excited about um, what God has planned for this year. Um, we're going to have some, hopefully some changes in set, uh, some different guests yep. and some different topics, which hopefully would be able to bring you different topics, but yeah. you know, the word, of, the word of God changes not. So, right. um, along with God. So, um, we could talk about the same things over and over and over again, and it would still never get old, but hopefully we'll have some new things that we haven't presented to you. Uh, we've been praying about where God would lead us for the beginning of this year and I feel that we are going to get all cliche up in here mm-hmm. um, this year. And I keep saying that word, but that's just the way it is, I guess. I'm going to make you a shirt. Yeah. It says cliche. <laughs> My other name is cliche. Exactly. <laughs> you just have to wear it for a podcast. That was a good one. That was a good one. Okay, I will. My other name is cliche. Uh uh, so everyone and their sister talks about resolutions this time of year, don't you think? Yeah. Everybody every, talks yeah. about it. you er, on every turn. It doesn't matter. Get some everlasting Mervs. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it does. Because I'm not real good at it. Yeah. But um, I don't know about you, Renee, but I feel that that word gets way overused, don't yeah. you think? Because yeah. it, it's everywhere. We're hearing it everywhere. Um, I heard you say the other day. That um, you don't, you said, I don't think I've ever had a New Year's resolution. Is that true? I, I don't remember ever making one, to be yeah. honest with you. Yeah. You're a strong I mean, woman. May, or maybe my mind's just really that bad. <laughs> We're going to go with that. <laughs> I mean, if, I, what? <laughs> We're going to go with that. Okay. That's, that's perfect. I mean, if I have, it's probably like lose weight or, no, you know, do this. I, do that. I believe but you. But I, I don't ever remember. Yeah. I, for one, I feel like it's just lying. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I kind of, I kind of agree with you on that. So I, I was like, no, I don't, I'm not doing that this year. I'm not, yeah. I'm not going to do it. And I've, I've had many resolutions over my years. Um, but I honestly, uh, I can honestly say that I don't believe I have ever stuck to any of them because apparently, anybody- apparently, <laughs> We can clearly see that I have not stuck to at least the weight ones. I mean, I like to meet somebody that has actually yeah. stuck with the resolution because I don't know of anybody. Yeah. Mm-mm. No, it's it's really sad. We we yeah. do ourselves a great disservice when we know people. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't really think that um, resolutions are wrong, per se. Um, I think that there is a lure to us. Uh, to begin something or to stop doing something at the beginning of something, whatever that something is. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm sweating and I'm tired. Because we've overworked you. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Limitations 322 through 23 says, It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. That is some good scripture. I, I know. I do love too. I, I think about that all the time when I mess up. Well, I can start new tomorrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Well, God says of himself that his mercies are new every morning. So I think that translates to us as things can be new in the morning or at the beginning of uh, the beginning of a day. I'm going to start eating better tomorrow. Um, I've already ruined this day. How many times have I said that? Um, <laughs> I've already yeah. ruined this day. We're not going to talk about this day. <laughs> We're not talking about the Bruno day. Yes. Um, no, we're not talking about this day either. 
Uh, the beginning of a week. The diet starts Monday. Monday. I mm. This is mine. I am so guilty of that. Yeah. So. Um, the beginning of a month. I'm going to stop spending so much on fast food. I've said that before. I don't have that issue. I haven't stuck to it. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't stuck to it. Uh, the beginning of a year. We usually reserve this one for the bigger things like I'm going to lose 30 pounds or I'm going to start buying Christmas presents in January. I've never heard that one. I have. I've said really? it. Yeah. Oh, you've said I've said it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, well, it's January 8th yes. at the time of this recording. I have not purchased one Christmas present yet, <laughs> and I don't really expect to. <laughs> Too early for me. Yeah. Yeah. Takes away from it. So I've been guilty of all these and more. Um, I would have to say, um, or I would, I would, I have said... <laughs> I'm gonna get that easy one for out. you to yeah. say. No, it wasn't not very. It wasn't very easy at all. I w- <laughs> rewind that. I have, <laughs> I have said I would. Did I, get, I said it right? Yes. Uh, read the Bible more. Pray more. Watch less TV. Eat better. Exercise more. Be more dedicated to others. Not be wasteful with my money. And so on and so forth. I have said all those, but not necessarily as a resolution. As far as at, like yeah. the beginning of the year. Yeah. You know, logically, I would say I'm going to lose weight because yeah. we won't go there. But. Well, I think it's just the lure. Even if we're not saying it's a resolution, I just think that it's the beginning of something. Yeah. So it's very easy to to say those things. Yeah. Um, I believe I had the desire to do and stop doing all of those things. I just wasn't dedicated that's enough. It. That's it. Yep. Um, I started uh, praying about where God would have us to go with our first January podcast, and he <coughs> showed me in the weirdest way. <laughs> so I was shopping on Amazon. I know that's what a big What you before if you're not doing Christmas presents? <laughs> I, well, I was at that time. Oh, at the time. Mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha. Uh, no, I really, I really was shopping. Um, <laughs> I was actually Christmas shopping for Josh from his list, <laughs> and he has like... 10,001 books yes, on his list. I was scrolling through his list and I'm like, oh my goodness. I think you exaggerated, but yeah, he's got a lot. No, I know. I, I <laughs> ask him. I bet you would say, no, it was 10,002. He's, he's got a lot. <laughs> um, but he's got a lot of books on his um, list of once. And some of them were familiar. I came across a book that I read some years back by Weir, Warren Wearsby. That was almost really easy for me to say. Um, it was called Be Resolute. Uh, Warren has a collection of B books. Um, I have read several and I do recommend them. The word resolute caught my eye and I was like, what is the technical definition of this word? And if you go to Google and type in resolute, the very first definition that pops up is admirably. I said that. Okay. Not really good, but okay. I'll try it again. Admirably purposeful. I'm glad you had to say that because I wouldn't have pronounced it that way. I would put admirably. (laughs) I don't know. You know, potato, potato. Uh, Determined and unwavering. And I was like. Wow. Admirably, admirably purposeful, determined, unwavering. Does that sound like you in anything you do, let alone your New Year's resolutions? Not for me, it doesn't. (laughs) I'm ashamed to say um, that it doesn't describe me in many areas of my life. Uh, Listen to some of these words, though, that are related to resolute. Adamant, bold, Courageous, obstinate, 
persistent, relentless, serious, staunch and loyal, steadfast, strong, stubborn, tenacious, clinging, adhering, uncompromising, unflinching, unshakable, unwavering, unyielding, constant, decided, and dogged. As, as I read those, I'm like, oh, and I'm going to lower in my seat, lower in my seat. <laughs> it really is not hard to understand why Warren, we- we- <laughs> once again, easy, Warren Wearsby's Be Resolute book stems from the experiences and examples of Daniel and his friends. Um, if there was ever a picture of Resolute in the Bible, it was these guys. Um, they did what was and were themselves pleasing to God, no matter the circumstances that surrounded them. In the first chapter of the book of Daniel, um, we have a situation where Babylon has besieged Jerusalem and taken captives. And King uh, Nebuchadnezzar asked to have some of the well-favored children of Israel um, that they could use and teach them their ways. So they he wanted some of them set aside um, that he, so that they could teach them their ways and use them. Um, so they were to set them aside and feed them the king's meat and the king's wine. And Daniel found favor with the prince of eunuchs that was in charge of him and his friends. So let's read Daniel 1, 8. But Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the portion of the king's meat, nor with the wine which he drank. Therefore, he requested of the prince of the eunuchs that he might not defile himself. So Daniel and his friends were resolute in the purpose of their heart to not defile themselves with the things that the king delighted in. Excuse me. When everyone else was partaking in the king's delights, Daniel and his buddies were eating pulse. Uh, While everyone else was eating steak and drinking wine, they were eating, I don't know how to say this word, legumes. I have no, I want to, legumes. It's legumes. (laughs) We're going to stick with legumes, the technical term. Um, Peas, beans, and lentils. Um, It's easier to say. Yeah. (laughs) So they're eating this stuff, pulse, while everyone else is eating steak and drinking wine. Mm. Because they were determined to be pleasing to God, and God blessed them. Uh, just a couple chapters over, we come to the infamous fiery furnace. Yes, we come to the infamous fiery furnace. So Daniel's friends, being resolved to be what is pleasing to God, puts them in a pickle and causes them to put their money where their mouth is, so to say. And the king decreed that everyone was to worship him, his golden statue. And if they did not worship at the appointed time, when then that's when they heard the music, they would be cast into the fiery furnace. And one day the music started and everyone bowed except for Daniel's buddies, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. When their disobedience was discovered, they were brought before the king kind of as a second chance to do what was commanded of the king. They're like, we're going to bring you in. You're, you're going to speak your piece. You're going to be told again what you what you need to do. And this is your second chance. Okay. Daniel 3, 14 through 18. Whoo, that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Nebuchadnezzar spake and said unto them, Is it true, O Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? Do not ye serve my gods, nor worship the golden image which I have set up? 
Now, if ye be ready, that at what time ye hear the sound of the cornet, cornet, <laughs> oh my God. either way, flute, harp, sackbut, psaltery, and dulcimer, and all kinds of music, ye fall down and worship the image which I have made. Well, but if ye worship not, ye shall be cast the same hour into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. And who is that God that shall deliver you out of my hands? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said, no, said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer thee in this matter. If it be so, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from that fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of the, thine hand, O king. But if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. I get chills every time I read that, every single time. How many of us we are not that? careful. We are not careful. It just, I, some of the words, I know that God has a purpose for all of the words mm -hmm. in the Bible, but there's just some of those words that just strike you and they just stick with yeah. you and you want to use them. You have a desire to use them. And we all know how this story ends. Mm -hmm. uh, they went into the fire. Jesus showed up and they came out of the fire unscathed, but they had no idea what was going to happen. They said they were they were firm and they believed that God would deliver them, but they weren't sure how that was going to play out. Um, it didn't matter how it was going to play out. They knew that no matter what, God had an expectation of them and they were going they were not going to veer from it. Mm -hmm. I mean, just knowing that God has an expectation for you, that should be enough to not make you veer from it. My thinking on that was like, how many of us have said, I believe God mm -hmm. and we did for a while, but it's like he wasn't hearing, he wasn't answering. Yeah. So we kind of just stepped back and just started fading, you know, and, and believing that God right. was really going to do whatever it was, you know, we thought it was going to do. Yeah. I hate that. that well, it's too many and, times for me. Yeah. And I, I think we're all like that. And that's one of the things I'm really excited about next. Mm -hmm. Cause I think that's something that I would like to get into and talking about, this is what we do, but we don't have to, right. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm pretty excited about it. One person I thought of from the Bible that is resolute that we are reading about now in our comprehension Bible reading is Paul. When Paul set his mind to it. No. When Paul set his mind to do it, Mm -hmm. No matter what came his way, he was resolute, unwavering, which eventually brought him to his death. Acts twenty twenty four says, but none of these things move me, neither count I my life dear unto myself, so that I might finish my course with joy in the ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus to testify the gospel of the grace of God. So no matter how hard it got for Paul, he kept going. Yeah. Isn't this how we should be? Yes, definitely. I'm, I'm so glad that you brought that yeah. up because um, just reading that reading that over and over and over again, I was, I was really glad that you brought it up because yeah. I'm, I imagine, I don't know how you are, but I imagine, um, Paul in the scriptures that we're reading, cause we're in acts, 20, the thing says 27, but I've been reading it's, 28. It's supposed to be 20. Okay. Cause I've been reading. That's a typo on <laughs> okay. someone else's part. <laughs> but I love, okay. but I love when he's, when he's stretched, when it, the, the Bible says he stretched forth his hand. And he said, I think myself happy. Yeah. I, yes. Yeah. I, I like that. And um, somebody preached on that. And I don't remember who it was. Just that just that line. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's always stuck with me. But, but he has been. He has been. He is yeah. resolute in everything that he does. He's unwavering. It doesn't matter what goes on. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's like um, King Agrippa said he almost would have been let go. 
except he, he had uh, he appealed to Caesar. Caesar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And but he was it wasn't about being let go is it was about being committed to what being resolute and what the plan that God had for mm-hmm. him. So I was really glad that you brought that yeah. up. So going back to the book of Daniel, several chapters later, we see Daniel in the same sort of predicament. Um, a new king was in was in town, King Darius, and he was fond of Daniel. Um, Daniel was his preferred. Uh, king Darius had 120 princes, and over these 120 princes, he had three presidents. And Daniel was one of these presidents, and he was more favorite, the more favorite of the three. Due to this, Daniel was hated by the others. Um, So they all got together to conspire to get him in trouble, pretty much. Mm -hmm. Uh, They told the king that he should sign a decree that no one was allowed uh, to petition any other god or person other than him, the king, for the next 30 days. So basically, this meant that if Daniel were to pray to God, he would be breaking the law and thus subject to the punishment of being thrown in a lion's den. So Daniel... Being a man of integrity, being resolved to be pleasing to God, went to his house and with the windows wide open, he commenced praying out in the open, out loud, knowing that the lion's den would surely be his end. Now, as a side note, King Darius was very fond of Daniel, as we had said before. He knew that Daniel served God and regularly prayed to God. Uh, King Darius's pride, though, made him forget that the decision he was making would have a dangerous effect on someone he loved. So Daniel six fourteen through 15. Then the king, when he heard these words, was sore displeased with himself and set his heart on Daniel to deliver him. And he labored till the going down of the sun to deliver him. Then these men assembled unto the king and said unto the king, No, O king, that the law of the Medes and Persians is that no decree nor statute with the king, which the king established, may be changed. So the king was sad because he loved Daniel and he knew that Daniel was simply being resolute. That's what Daniel was being. And the king knew that, which was probably one of the things that the king loved about him. Um, And now he had to send to him, send him to certain death. He thought and thought all day. I can imagine that happening. He's trying, you're trying to figure, have you ever been in a situation and you're trying to figure out how to get out of it or how to get somebody that you love out of it, how you're trying yeah. to fix it? I, I can imagine that King Darius was doing that. He thought all day um, until the sun went down for a way to get Daniel out of this. But at the end of the day, he was bound by his own decree. King Darius sent for Daniel to be cast into the lion's den I feel like the king was absolutely beside himself at this whole thing. Yeah. Like, can you imagine? Now he's sent, he sentenced him to death. Now he's got a summons for him to come <laughs> after he searched all day for a way to get him out of it. Um, this is one of those nuggets that we unearth in scripture. Daniel was such a great example of resolution to all that he came into contact with, including the king, that the king himself said to Daniel, your God will save you. Mm-hmm. So Daniel six sixteen. then the king commanded and they brought Daniel and cast him into the den of lions. Now the king spake and said unto Daniel, thy God, whom thou servest continually, he will deliver thee. Yep. 
So once again, we know how the story ends. Daniel was resolved in God's God's faithfulness, but he didn't know what that was going to look like. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like with his friends, they didn't know how it was going to end, and Daniel didn't know how it was, but he was resolved in the fact that God was faithful. If you knew how it was going to end, you wouldn't need faith. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, we have shared some very good godly examples of resolute people. The question is, how do we get to the point of being resolute ourselves? And this is what we will have to look forward to in the next episode. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm really excited about where God's leading on this because we read about these people in the Bible and we think that that's for them, but right. it's not just for them. It's for us we as well. We want to strive to be like that. Exactly. So everybody wants to be resolute. Almost nobody is resolute. Right. The people that are resolute, people look up to them. And if you aren't resolute, people have a hard time looking up to you. These were the words of the pastor when I asked him about getting content for the podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that, that's pretty very profound. Wise. Very wise. Very wise. <laughs> very wise, old man. <laughs> old man. <laughs> He's going to listen to this too. Isn't he? <laughs> I am one of those people that have a hard time looking up to others. Not because I'm short either, Chrissy. <laughs> I have been let down so many times that it's almost, it just isn't worth it anymore. Um, I know that there are still good people out there, but I am more careful in this category now than I used to be. Um, And I'm excited to get into how to be resolute person because I want to be that person, not just with my lips, but with the every action that I have and everything in me. Yep. Yep. I'm, I'm very excited about what what I want to be steadfast, unmovable. Yep. Definitely. And, and it can be ours. It really, Mm -hmm. really can. Um, But I think that we're going to learn, though, that it's not for the faint of heart. Right. It's just definitely not. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I know without a shadow of a doubt that it is what is pleasing to God, and it's what he would have for us. Um, we spend way too much time um, worrying, yeah. pretending like we don't have the ability to know things, because you can, it's just like with um, Shadrach, Meshach, and, Ab- and Abednego, they, they said, we're not careful to answer you. We're not going to do this. And he and our God will deliver us. And what and then they said, but if not, and I think the but if not wasn't whether or not he's going to do it. It was how he was going to do it. If if he's not going to do it the way we think, right. he surely is going to do it the way he thinks. Mm-hmm. And his ways Always are far bad. better than mm-hmm. our ways, for sure. And, Definitely. and so I'm really excited about yeah. what we're going to get into. That's all I got. Nope. You got anything? No, I'm good. All right. So until next time, see See ya. ya.